I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd Hello there. It's Obi John Kenobi, your favorite host in all of podcasting, and welcome to your weekly Nerd Alert. This week's going to be interesting. It's going to be different. We've got a very interesting topic, and for once, it required me not to prep for stuff, which is, feels weird. I don't like it. Uh, before I get to that, I should introduce my co-host. He is joining us from somewhere in time and space via the DeLorean. Ladies and gentlemen, the expert on the size of that goddamn chicken. It's the doc. Did you know that? This is this is a nerd fact, by the way. Okay. I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. Did you know that a standard size round in an M16... Which is five five six by something. It's a five five six round. Uh, its civilian counterpart, the two twenty three, is the same diameter as like a twenty two long rifle, and a twenty two long rifle is what like me, you, any other Joe schmo out there would go buy to go squirrel hunting, or you know just kind of plunk around and shoot things. Uh, but yes, the actual round itself like the actual projectile scott would murder me if i didn't get that right the actual projectile is the same diameter in a 22 long rifle as it is in a 223 50 i just thought i'd throw that out there they're all in the same family that's why it starts with two two you sure did throw it out there and there it is it's right there it's out there it's Can't there. It did you now. see it? Yeah. Did you see I it? Did. It was there. Yep. Uh, so today's topic is, is I don't really even know how to explain it. It's interesting. Uh, it was it was suggested by the doc, and we were just gonna embrace the weirdness and go with it. Um, because it's not we're not doing any kind of like state of the franchise, we're not doing any kind of list. Um we're basically just going to be throwing out lots of weird random scenarios and then discussing and or debating the best weapons to use in such scenario. <laughs> so you ever sit there and wonder, how does Batman have a plan for everything? Well, this is how. He just sits there and thinks up weird freaking scenarios and then plans and builds gadgets to accommodate them in case they ever happen. Because as we all know, Proper planning prevents piss-poor performance, and that is what we are all about on this show. 
proper planning. Some would argue it's piss poor performance, but no. So uh, we are one man short. Uh, Commander Scott will not be joining us this week, unfortunately. Life uh, 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 got in the way. I thought you were going to say it found a way. <laughs> no, it got in the way this week. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So yeah. Commander Scott will not be here, and I feel like we're going to miss him for some of these because he, he he brings a uh, a viewpoint that I, I think uh, would lend itself to this topic. But we'll we'll get his thoughts on it later. So it's just us today, and we're just going to throw out. And again, the, the assignment was think of scenarios, whatnot, and we'll we'll propose them to the group without knowing them ahead of time. So we we, we I have no idea what Jason's going to say. He has no idea what I'm going to say. Uh, and then we're going to strategize around that scenario as best we can. And uh, most importantly, arm ourselves. Yes, yes. This is all about how are we going to equip and arm or kit, whatever you want to call it, kit ourselves out for each of these scenarios. I think we agreed on melee and ranged for weapon choices. Okay. Um, you know what? You, Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. There, there was a lot of discussion and back and forth and texting. You, you do know that once we start rolling on weapons and and things, there's John. I'm I'm the king of overkill for a reason. I know. I, I know, but can you at least take all your weapons and put them into one of two categories? I'm not saying limit yourself to one ranged weapon. I'm just saying ranged and melee. Separate them out. You know. I think your initial was sure. like a primary and a secondary and a backup and, and a sidearm. Yeah, you need a yeah. primary, a secondary, a sidearm. You need uh-huh. transportation. You uh-huh. need some sort of projectile. All we're yeah. saying is Jason is upset that modern gaming isn't like old school Doom, where as soon as you pick a weapon up, it's just in your inventory and you can just run around with eight million weapons in your inventory. Right? What is this carry two guns thing? The most upsetting thing, I'm just going to throw this out there since you brought it up. The most upsetting thing is I understand that if you can, you can carry two guns at a max, there's no way that you can physically carry three to four large weapons. But what's frustrating is you can carry two large weapons and still have enough space for a pistol. And that's all I'm saying is that there was there's only one game I ever played where they actually were like, yeah, you know what? You can have a pistol with your other two guns because you should. You should have a pistol. Well, well what game other. was it? Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, oh, yeah, Medal, of Honor. Yes, Medal of Honor. <laughs> yeah, it was the it was For the PS2. New, no, it was the new Medal of Honor. The, oh, okay. the, <clears throat> the one that came out like around Modern Warfare. Right. Like it was Medal of Honor's attempt to be relevant again. Gotcha. Because, you know, Medal of Honor was more relevant before Call of Duty. Like, you you could argue that Medal of Honor was the better World War II game on PS2. Anyway, we won't get into that. We won't get into that, I guess. (laughs) We we have been video games that grind my gears with the doc. So, this you got us into this fine mess. Pitch me your first scenario. All right, hear me out. Okay, you're gonna have to suspend some disbelief. What? No. Okay. 
All right. You, sir, were at one point in time a highly trained uh, individual. But... Did I have a very particular set of skills? Well, not quite like that. You had skills. You're retired. You're um, happily married. Your wife is kidnapped by insert random faction here. You have to go bust her out. Okay. What are you taking? Well, what kind of random faction am I up against? We're talking like your standard uh, sort of drug dealer gangster group. Well, is this like like paramilitary dudes that have like an island I have to go raid? Or is it like nondescript Eastern European sort of vaguely Russian gangster dudes in the middle of a city? Like, what am I doing here? Think it's not. Uh, don't think in don't think uh, closed off island uh, more like secret hideout in the woods in the woods yeah okay what are they packing uh your usual fare of ak-47s other uh family members of that i can't think of all of them off the top of my head you got like the little carbine fella the Kalashnikov right. family of assault yep. weapons. Yep, you've got like the SKS. You've uh, you more than likely have some snipers around the perimeter. Okay, but I can't go full hog because I'm trying to save people, right? I can't just nuke the site from orbit and call it a day, right? No, no, that's not okay. All right, all right. You have your wife is in there, John. Well, how much do I love my wife? Oof. <laughs> Take my wife, please. Hey, oh, um, okay, okay. Well, I had I had some stuff in mind, and then you threw sniper at there. So now now I got to think counter sniper. Um, do you have an armament set for this? because uh, if if I'm if I'm am I sneaking in stealthily at night? I'm we'll some- see. Some Here's NVGs or uh, some some uh, thermal vision. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna want I'm probably thermal because then I could maybe see the guys in the trees better than night vision. Do I want am I popping smoke to to get past the snipers? Hey, what? you said scenario. I know that's up to you. Okay, the rest is up to you because you and I have a very different approach to things. In the, you know, I always failed the sneaky, sneaky missions, and you, you enjoy the sneaky, sneaky missions. No, no, I, I attempt to be sneaky, sneaky until I inevitably blow the sneaky, sneaky, and then it's give me the biggest gun you have, give me two of them, please. Uh, I, see me, I just go balls to the walls. I know I'm yeah. going to blow the sneaky, sneaky well, anyway. I don't. Well, they've they've got hostages. I got to be sneaky. I got to at least get in the building before they they you know if they see me coming. The minute I hit the woods, then my my wife is dead. Which, according to you, I I love my wife and I don't want that to happen. So. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess I go solid snake and 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 try to to creep past the snipers, and I'm gonna want. 
something suppressed so I can take them out and get to the the place in the woods so I can, I can get through the snipers and whatnot. So the sniper thing is hanging me up, Jay. Okay, what if there were no snipers? Well, then I'm just sneaking through the woods uh, infiltrating a base. I mean, I'm still going solid snake, but uh, I'm doing like... Um, like suppressed... I'm in the woods, so not a slow machine gun. Like maybe like an M4 with a suppressed sidearm. What's the best suppressed sidearm? I don't even know anymore. Clearly, I need a Walther PPK suppressed. <laughs> uh, some grappling guns. Uh, a watch with a laser in it. Um, okay, I James. Sean, I need Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Because every bond just gets a Sean Bean, right? Uh, hmm. uh, what do you got, Jay? So, uh, I'm going in. Uh, I'm going in carrying an M4. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely suppressed, even though a suppressor isn't really going to keep you quiet from people. But if we're going... If we're going uh, movie magic dynamics, then well, yes, it, it, to... it's yeah, the, the, I, we're not talking movie silencers, which don't exist. I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, no, I'd take M4 that's suppressed because you've got a good combination of of range along with stopping power, and then uh, I'm definitely carrying a sidearm, most likely. I'm a fan of knockdown power with your sidearm, so probably 45 ACP. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in that family. Mm-hmm. So probably not. There's going to be people who are going to be like, oh, my God, you heathen. Uh, I would not take a Colt because it's single stack, mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to need more. So mm-hmm. I'd take something that's chambered 45, maybe like an HK. What? um uh... What's John Wick's gun? He's got a Glock something or other, doesn't he? His is, yeah, his is a Glock. Uh, it changes in from like one to two or two to three or something. There is a there is a, there is a forty five caliber Glock. I can't think of the number because they're like Glock. The way Glock works is their their digits after indicate like the gun. Like so, a Glock seventeen is the model mm-hmm. seventeen is the full size Glock that shoots mm-hmm. a nine millimeter, and then the Glock nineteen is the compact. Okay. And then there's like the Glock 43, which is the subcompact. So it's like a little okay. single stack pocket pistol type thing. Right. So you go so for capacity. I gotcha. Yeah. I want to say it's like a Glock 20. It's it's something. But anyway, yeah. So I'd be carrying something like that HK or a Glock for capacity for more. See, here's here's the problem, Jay. Here's the problem. Yeah. I wouldn't be doing this alone. You know, I wouldn't be assaulting a, a, a base to rescue somebody alone. I would have some kind of a some kind of a, a squad, a unit, a group. A, um, what would you call that? Like a, a primary gathering of people with me. Some kind of um, like an alpha squad. Some kind of because I'm in I'm I'm in I'm in trouble and I need help and and presumably I can find these people. Maybe I could hire. The A team? 
So I need Scott uh, doing counter sniper with a rifle somewhere, and you know Scott can pick his own rifle. I don't know a Springfield something. I don't know. Uh, I need Jay in a big vehicle painted like the eighteen van, ready to roll in for Xville. Um, because you're of course the BA of the group. Wait. I'm uh-huh. Xville. I can't have any of the fun. Where's my murdery fun at? Well, shit's gonna hit the fan. I, yeah. I need Scott to help me sneak in, and then shit hits the fan, and then you're there to 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 bust through when all the chaos has started. Okay. Um. See, that's that's the, I just I need a team is what I need. Yeah. See, so if I'm going, so if you're going team, then what <laughs> I'm gonna do. What I'm going to do is I'm going to stick Scott out away from the compound mm-hmm. with uh, I'm going to I'm going to bring one in from our text message conversation, a 338 Lapua, um, which is, is not. <laughs> so those of you listening who are not familiar with the 338 Lapua, it is larger it is a larger round size than like a 30 out six, which is a pretty standard hunting rifle, but it is mm-hmm. not quite as big as a 50 caliber BMG. Which is what the Barrett is, the Barrett 50 cal. Yeah, uh, that, uh, look, the Barrett's cool, but that is more anti material than anti person. I mean, it'll kill a person dead. Yes. But, uh, um, so it's a lot of gun. A 338 Lapua is going to be a little more, it's not easy to say maneuver and take with you places, but it would be easier. But if I wanted the easiest thing to go with, then I would go with a standard sniper rifle, which I think is most of them are chambered in 308. Which, if you're not okay. familiar with the 308, 308 is the 762 millimeter, which is AK-47 type round. Mm-hmm. Um, you're uh, you're getting much more technical than I am in my picks. I just want you to know that, Jay. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Don't apologize. I'm saying the rest <laughs> of my picks are not nearly this technical. So, so I, no, I would put I'd just stick Scott out there with a sniper rifle, and then I would put you know like an M4 in your hands with a sidearm of course well, and then now if I'm if I'm if my primary goal here is to get into the building I'm not taking an M4 if I'm going close quarter I want some, some kind of submachine gun yeah uh, MP5 is the old standby HK5 I've got a I've got a um uh yeah the HK MP5 I, I've got a hard on for the old P90 just because it's in one of my favorite TV shows, which is Stargate. And this looks fucking cool. Um, I don't know. What's a good, uh, what a good SMG is now? <laughs> I know I interrupted the MP7 is the newest version, I think. Um, but yeah, that's what that, that and then yeah, obviously a sidearm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the John Wick special with the flared mag well and the double stack mag and the vent ports along the side and all that you know, the cool optic stuff you know i'll take that um if you're just handing them out i'll take one well if you're and if you're going in cqb uh i'm i'm taking a spray and pray with me so the the best one that i know of that i would take and trust with my life is the spas 12 ah the old jurassic park gun huh yeah special yep yeah, good old spas a pump uh, or semi with that one yeah because you Dude, might need that. Movie references for one. Um, okay. There you go. Jay, what vehicle are you taking to bust us out when the shit hits the fan? Oh, man. See, you weren't expecting that. Mm-hmm. 
kind of armored personnel carrier. Oh. No, you cannot have an ATST. Oh, man. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good lord, you you hit me with this one off guard. I did, I did. That was the whole point is to catch it off guard here. Uh you know nothing. This I love the look of the Humvee, but mm-hmm. there's the new one. What is it? The Striker? No, mm, I don't know. Uh I'm I'm googling. <laughs> nice. Uh Let me look here. Yeah, okay. Um, no, the new one, that new one that they've got is really nice. And I can't think of it right now. Oh, this, oh here we go. Here it is. The armored security vehicle. <laughs> That's what it's called. So, okay. So basically they took the Humvee upgraded it and um changed the way it looks made it more secure it's not as large it's not as cumbersome um it still kind of has the same platforms think of like a more streamlined but also beefier looking humvee okay i don't know if you've seen these or not but they are uh yeah the m uh, m M1117 armored security vehicle. Nice. Yes. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you know me, though. I would roll up in a Hummer, like, Mm -hmm. just with a big old Barrett 50 strapped to the top. Mm -hmm. Pop up and just lay waste. Yes. Okay. Good old Ma Deuce. Should get it done. Fun anecdote. Uh, when we were at uh, the uh, U.S. Air Force Museum in my uncle a few weeks ago, uh, we were going through, I think it was the Cold War era hangar, and they had most of a B-52, because it's a giant hangar, but it still can't fit a full B-52. Um, and it was, you know, every, everything has like a placard, kind of to give you info and it lists like you know the year it was created and what years it served between and whatnot <laughs> and, um the the b-52 along with they had some uh some armament in, in one thing and it was like the the 20 mil vulcan cannon and the the um uh, the, the m2 was in there and you know lists their service dates and whatnot and you know you get to the m2 and it's like service date it's like uh 1930 something to present yep look like, if it ain't if it, broke don't fix it i was just gonna say that if it ain't broke don't fix it just grease it up a little bit she'll be fine just uh yeah buddy yeah so there you go that's my all right your, well your sneaky sneaky and even though i'm not a sneaky sneaky type i just go in guns a blazing all right, well, I'm going to completely go the opposite direction on you in this one. You ready? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Jay, right. you find yourself in, say, downtown, I don't know, Chicago. Right. And it's been taken over, Jay. 
hostiles have taken over downtown Chicago. And I don't mean any hostiles, Jay. I don't mean to alarm you. But there are massive vehicles that have morphed, changed. I don't know what word you would use for that. Into, uh, um, uh, uh, um, I can't think of words either, uh, human forms. And they're calling themselves the Decepticons. Oh, Jesus. And they're taking over downtown Chicago. God, why does this sound familiar? <laughs> Some kind of a transmorpher, if you will, right? A transmorpher. Uh, so your, your objective, Jay, is to go in and clear out all these evil Decepticons who are taking over downtown Chicago. What do you do? What do you do? Pop quiz, hot shot. So here you is, go, Jay. How are you going to arm yourself to take out some Decepticons? See, this is the scenarios I came up with. Is shit my pants an option? It is, but then then put some new pants on, and then what do you do? Okay, so... I can go first if you need some time. No, I can think of this. Well, okay. let me think. Okay, so... First thing I'm going to do is... Uh, now, are we going... Are you saying that... I have to use, do I have to use actual standard equipment? Commando style, you're being dropped in to Chicago from, I don't know, a helicopter or something. You're fast roping onto a building. So you have anything in the military arsenal, um, but no, you can't like use the arm of a Decepticon or some shit like that. Okay, so the f- first thing I'm going to ask for, and this is going to be a very jason type answer Mm -hmm. are you ready for this probably not (laughs) i'm gonna ask them if they can take a mark 19 grenade launcher off the tripod and give me a bag of ammo (laughs) (laughs) you don't disappoint jay you don't disappoint Put a handle on the front of it. I'll free range this bitch. <laughs> I was I was going a little more conservative on my pick. I had the M32 grenade launcher. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the one with the six cylinders. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, no, do not apologize. Your answer is very much a Jason answer. You know uh, that grenade launcher you mount on vehicles? Can yeah. I just carry that? Give me a, a handle, handle on, on the front. Put a handle on the front. She'll be fine. Just, just uh, weld the thing to it. I'll hold it. It's fine. It's all good. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> second unconventional. Uh-huh. Uh, it's it's conventional, but uh, I would ask for. Well, because obviously my Mark 19 idea is not going to work, but that's what I would ask for. And uh, once, in a Michael Bay movie, yes, it will, sir. Right. But once the military stops laughing at me, um, <laughs> I would uh, I would ask for an M249 saw with hopefully incendiary rounds if they have it. I don't know if they have incendiary not for M249. Um, no, because then I would also ask for um a Barrett 50 cal loaded with nothing but uh, black tips and if i know that's a weird statement but black tips are armor piercing rounds there you go so i'd go in strapped with an m249 for just mass amounts of firepower and then if i'm fast roping in to say on top of a building i'd probably be in a good sniper position and my Barrett 50 mm-hmm. 
if you put some like good shots on the Decepticons, you might uh, target some key areas. Yeah, yeah, get some down. Well, I was also thinking Barrett 50 Cal because, like I mentioned earlier, that's mostly an anti-personnel weapon. I'm not saying it's not used to shoot people. I'm just saying that uh, that round <laughs> was initially designed to yep. punch tank armor in, in World War One. So um, Barrett 50 Cal is a good option. Again, a bit heavy, but uh, it's going to get you some, some stopping power. Um, I also, and I looked this up because I didn't even know if the military was still using this or not uh put in the category of if it ain't broke don't fix it this movie has been it was developed in 1959 and as far as i can tell it's still in use there's a a a newer version being worked on but you know it you love it from every vietnam movie you've ever seen uh with a great cameo uh special appearance in beverly hills cop 2 the hold on, I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, the, the M72 Law L A W light anti tank weapon. Ooh, a nice. rocket tube. Yes, the law. Yeah, I love that entire sequence of Judge Reinhold reading the instructions on the side of the law to figure out how to use it at the end of Lethal Weapon or not Lethal Weapon. Sorry, at Beverly Hills Cop Two. Uh, I love that. God, a law. Yes. Again, yeah, apparently the military in like 2015 started developing um, uh, like an upgraded version of it. I don't know if they've ever come out with it or not, but uh, again, I'm going for portable uh, and I'm going for stopping power because, you know, the, the M249, uh, not a bad, not a bad call. That's a lot of lead downrange. Yeah. I was just trying to go for a little more. Um. I don't want to say quality, but a little more. If I can't carry a ton of ammo, I want to, I want to make sure every round puts can 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 put down a Decepticon. Yeah. So for fighting, you know, nine to twenty foot tall, uh, transforming metal aliens, that's uh, that's what I had. Mark nineteen grenade launcher with a handle. <laughs> We're dropping him in. Oh, we're dropping his ass. All right, like a fucking brick. You see what he's carrying? Is the shoot rage for that? No. We put a Bradley shoot on him. <laughs> so true. Oh man. <laughs> you guys go ahead. I'm I gotta reload. <laughs> this is gonna take a while. It's gonna be a minute. Uh, nice. <laughs> so that that was my first scenario. Because again, I was trying to think off the wall. I was trying to to think of something you you wouldn't have have already thought about. Um. So there you go. That was my first <laughs> my first scenario. All right. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Um. So we back to me now. Back to you. Yep. Okay. John. Jason. I have bad news. Uh oh. It's midnight. <gasps> the sirens in your town just went off. Mm-hmm. There is some sort of radio announcement over the intercom letting you know that all crime for the evening is completely legal, including murder. First of all, I would really want to know about this beforehand because you really need to prep for the purge. You can't just wing it. 
oh, we winging it, boy. You really don't want to wing the perch. Trust me, that is not. That's a not. That's that, that's a recipe for a bad time for everybody. <laughs> All right, so you know about it beforehand. How okay, are you okay. surviving? Um, I'm staying the fuck inside. Is how I'm surviving because yes. I've watched enough purge movies to know that if you go outside, throw the bad stuff out. It's just gonna bunker down, and stay inside. Uh, the other thing is uh, <laughs> to not piss off your neighbors the other 364 days of the year because <laughs> you don't want to be the one everyone comes for on purge night. So got that going. So uh, aside from that, um, the apartment I'm currently living in, um, I hope they don't have guns because I'm going to be using a lot of melee weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out! I'm coming out. I'm coming at you with a replica of Glamdring. Watch out! Uh, I do have some nice Viking axes now, though. Those will put some hurting on some people. Uh, I've got one sword that that's real, and by that I mean like I could actually sharpen it. It would it would function as a sword. It's uh, it's um, um, not Damascus. Uh, Valerian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's Valerian steel. Yep. Uh. uh <laughs> it's got a, yeah, it's got a full tang. Uh, it, it, it's actual steel. Uh, that that sword to put some hurting on. Unfortunately, it's only like a twenty-four inch blade. So, uh, it's the bows and arrows. You know, I could be sneaky, sneaky. Um, no, uh, so you, obviously, and I, honestly, my apartment I don't think is terrible for that. I'm on the second story, which helps. You got to climb to get to me. So our major major weak points are windows. So obviously, we're gonna board them up. Uh, we're going to get those cool steel shutters like uh, shops in the bad part of town have because um, they've got some give to them. So like if you try beating them in, they kind of flex in a little bit. We're going to we're going to get those um, for both windows. And then the balcony is another big uh, worry spot. Uh, we'll do the same steel shutter over to that. Uh, they can get on the balcony, but they can't get through the sliding door. And then the front door. I've actually thought about this, man. I've got this covered because here's the thing. The door opens inward, right? And what's yeah. it right there when you walk in is the stairs, right? Yeah. So we're going to go get some big ass wooden like housing beam. Uh, uh, um, what do you call them? Uh, not girders, like uh, a big wood uh, uh, beam. And we're yeah. literally going to put those up against the door running right directly into the stairs so that the door itself does not move. We're just going to line that up like three, four rows deep with just just uh, uh, wooden beams up against the door, against the stairwell. Uh, I think that'll take care of that. Uh, worst case, we'll do some Home Alone shit and have like a, like a spike trap thing that swings over if they get the you know if they get past the door, we'll swing the spikes on them. Um, and then, uh, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think we'll just fortify the house and call it a night. Uh, I don't plan to do much purging. <laughs> See, I'm in a better situation for, for myself. And that's just what I have on hand. If I can, again, if I got more prep time, if the purge was a real thing, uh, we'd, we'd have, we'd have, um, a much better armament in the house than my fantasy swords. Uh, I don't think long claw is going to scare people off too much. Yeah. Cause that's, like I said, that's where I think I have that advantage. I have three shotguns, a handgun and my bow and arrow. 
that unlike your longbows it's it's designed to murder deers um, oh i got i got some bows you don't know about i got some bows that'll put it hurting on i got a uh 68 pound pole recurve hunting bow yeah no I was, that'll, I was, that'll, that'll yeah. fuck up someone's day if i hit them that's that's the other big part if i hit the target yeah that's kind of i'm not that great of a shot <laughs> It but I'm not shooting very far if I'm just defending the apartment. So I can probably make that. And I'm firing from an elevated position, so I got that going for me, which is nice. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, but I'm also at a disadvantage because of the number of windows that I have in the apartment. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to somehow scale the side of a building to get to the windows, mm-hmm. which would not be easy to do. But I think, uh, like, if I'm going, if I'm going uh, prep time, and you know, have the ability to to gather these items, mm-hmm. oh, I'm I'm booby trapping the the shit out of my doors and windows. Well, see, and then uh, I'm also thinking, think outside the box. If someone really, really wants to get in, I'm gonna need gas mask. I'm going to need oxygen supply. I'm going to need fire suppressant so they're not trying to burn or smoke me out. I'm going to need um, some kind of home defense because if they really want to get in, they can break into my neighbors and come up through the the floor. You know, you got to think outside the box here. Someone really, really wants to get in. Get creative. How are they going to do it? And then think like Batman and make a plan for it. Um, again, my plans to booby trap and, um, have a lot of guns. Anti-purge spray. (laughs) No, a lot of that. Lowe's doesn't have that. Okay. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Purge anti-spray. Yep. There you go. Nice. Ah, good one, Jay. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a tough situation. Because, yeah, like you said, if you're prepped, you're good to go. But if you're not prepped. Or, and I don't want to give away any of his secrets or whatnot, but uh, the, the the backup plan is uh, is also just go to Julian's. <laughs> so, yeah. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. <laughs> we can talk more about that off the air. Yeah. Oh, I, you don't need to. Just, I understand. <laughs> just go to Julian's. Yeah, no, no more. Go to, no. go to Julian's. Wait for this whole thing to blow over. There's, you know what? There's, there's no explaining you need to do there. Like, there's and no. It's funny because, because he'll be out purging, so he can go do that, and we'll just watch the house for him. We'll just house sit for Julian on purge night. That's what we'll right. do. Right. There's yeah. like to me, there's no wink, wink, <laughs> nod, nod to that. Like you say, I'll go to Julian's. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And Why again, he'll be out purging, so we'll just house sit. It's fine. The win-win is what we call that. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm sad Scott's not here because I had one scenario specifically for him. Um, I can still throw it out there, but it won't be as much fun without Scott. It's up to you. I'm down. So, Jay, you find yourself in the 24th century or whenever the hell it takes place. Oh. And you're on a uh, Federation starship. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, you've somehow wandered into the Gamma Quadrant. And some life forms have beamed aboard your ship, Jay. Oh, right. Yep, yep. And they're all in black and 
<laughs> They're Ikea salesmen from hell. It's the Borg. <laughs> They've invaded the ship, Jay. How do you defend yourself from the Borg Collective? <laughs> Mark 19 grenade launcher. <laughs> <laughs> Assimilate this. <laughs> Sir, we've lost decks 12 through 14. How did they take out that many decks? No, it wasn't them, sir. <laughs> that, that was us. <laughs> Who gave Commander the page of Mark Knight? Where did he get that? What the hell is going on? <laughs> it's got a handle. I can carry it. It's okay, <laughs> That is to be your t-shirt. <laughs> Put a handle on it. I'll carry it. <laughs> With a picture of the Mark 19 on it with just like his handle. It's just sort of like tack welded onto the front of it. <laughs> God. Oh, you're right. This scenario would be much better with Scott. Um, I, I've prepared some answers because I wanted him to know I did my homework. Uh, I pull a page out of Picard's book and turn off the safeties of the, the safety mechanism on the hollow deck and uh, get that Mark 19 out, get that Mark 19 out. Uh, man, that's tough. I also think put a handle on it. I'll carry it. It's now going to be the title of this episode. Put a handle on it. I'll carry it. It's fine. I got this. It's fine. <laughs> yes, it's fine. You know, that thing weighs like 70 pounds. It's okay. It's unloaded. Right. It's just fine. It's fine. Just get a cart. Get a wagon. Find me a wagon. I'll drag it behind me. It's okay. So, uh, again, I thought we were doing ranged in melee. So, um, for melee, I wanted to think a little outside the box because there's not a whole lot of melee weapons in Star Trek. Yep. Um, you got your obvious answer, the Batleth, you know, the Klingon weird sword thing. Uh, but I went a different direction, because when I think Trek and I think badass warriors, I don't think Klingon. I think Andorian, because I'm weird. Um, yes, the blue people with the white hair and the antenna on their head. They're basically space Vikings. They come from a giant frozen planet, and they're a warrior culture. They're awesome. Uh, they have... A similar to a batleth, a ceremonial dagger called a chaka, which is a three-bladed, close-quarter stabby machine. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, it looks kind of like one of those random weapons your Ninja Turtle action figure would have packed in with it. That you're like, why would they ever use this? But so imagine it. It's not like a handle you hold like vertical. It's like a horizontal handle, and sticking out of each side of your hand and forward. Uh, from your fist are three separate blades all attached um, so it gives you lots of angles of attack and since you're already on a starship you're going to be fighting up close and personal anyway so you can do some punch stabbing um, so that was my melee weapon um, was the chaka john i'm sorry i'm gonna apologize in advance for this oh boy okay, okay. as soon as you told me what the name of this thing was and that Chaka. it's in the star, and that it's in the Star Trek universe. Mm -hmm. Who who are these people again? The Ant, what are they? Andy? The Andorians. Show respect, sir. The Andorians. So, <laughs> this is so bad, John. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry in advance. All right, you ready? Prepare yourself. Are you prepared? 
what you got. <laughs> Are you saying that if the Andorians were in Star Trek 2, they would have Chaka Khan? That was good, Jay, but I think you drew it out a little too far. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they would Chaka Khan. And now our episode title is Chaka Khan. Put a handle on it, okay? Sorry. Chaka Khan! Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm it's already sorry. got a handle, Jay. Doesn't need oh, one. Already God. got one. Sorry, that was the first thing that popped into my head. If That's Scott was okay. here, he'd he'd reach through and, and murder me. His he... eyes would have rolled so hard. All right, sorry. Continue, continue. Ranged melee, melee ranged. Range well, yeah. So, so okay. So that there, there's my melee, uh, my Chaka Khan. So ranged, and here's where things get tricky. And this is why I like the Borg, uh, or hate the Borg. Uh, th- they have an ability to assimilate and adapt, and that also goes towards being attacked. Uh, the Borg are a collective mind. So if you start attacking, you're using one method of attack on a certain group of Borg. They're going to pass that information along to every other Borg in the collective because they're, they have a shared hive mind. So the tactic that you use on one group, the next group isn't going to fall for it. Or in the case of energy-based weapons, the Borg have personal shields. They can modulate that shield for different frequencies. They'll figure out what frequency the weapon, your energy weapon you're using against them is on, and they'll modulate their shield accordingly. So the best bet you have for a ranged weapon in the world of Star Trek, there's two options here. One, phaser rifle with a adapter switch. This is something that is... First introduced in, I believe, and I could be wrong on this, Scott's not here to correct me, so I'll just go with it, is first introduced in Star Trek First Contact, uh, the best Star Trek movie ever made. Fight me. Um, Where uh, I believe it's um, uh, Worf uh, alters the the phaser rifles so that they randomly uh, shift the frequencies they fire from. Uh, to give them more time before the Borg figure out what they're doing. Uh, It randomizes what frequency. So the the Borg, uh, again, their shield might still stop it, but there's a chance it might not. This technology is further developed along in Star Trek Voyager to the point where you get to, and this is coming from a Star Trek video game, so take it with a grain of salt. You get to the iMod rifle, the Infinity Modulator rifle. From Star Trek Elite Force 1 and 2 is a weapon that gives you an infinite number of modulated energy shots. Um, the other one, the the adapter switch thing, uh, at max you'd have about 12 shots before the Borg would figure out what you're up to and, and adapt accordingly. So I dove deep into memory alpha to find this, and Scott's not even here to appreciate it. But there you go, the iMod rifle. From Star Trek Elite Force. Nice. Thank you. Or holodeck safety's off Mark 19. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. It's fine. You don't need that part of the ship anymore anyway. <laughs> you got plenty of other decks. You're fine. 
<laughs> Nothing but trash down there. <laughs> Jay, what you got? All right. So you get hired by this guy. Uh-huh. And he wants you to be, you know, a kind of uh, 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 game warden, if you will, uh, um, on his uh, private island. Mm-hmm. Is it maybe off the coast of Costa Rica? It could be, but it's 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 off the east coast, of course, Costa Rica, not the west coast. Is it part of a chain of islands? Yeah, they call five it. Of them? Um, yeah, they call it the five um, the five lives. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and you're on uh, this island is they they call it uh, uh, Isla Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The name of it. Uh, and this um, menagerie of animals, if you will, breaks out of their cages. Uh, what do you uh, what are you going to protect yourself with? Hmm. Well, I think I know what you're going to say. So we should get this out of the way because there is one weapon, Jay. Um, now this also fits under the go to Julian's category because um, it's right there in his rack. There is one weapon, one rifle, Jay, that according to the manufacturer website is specifically rated for T-Rex. <clears throat> 4570. What was that, Jay? So the 45, 4570. Mm-hmm. 4570 government. Just say it, Jay. It's okay. It's fine. fine. Does he have the Marlin or the Henry? I don't fucking know. Okay. Because they both make it. But yes, it's 4570 government. The the T-Rex gun. Uh, that, by the way, single-handedly, that movie completely decimated the entire collection of that style gun single-handedly because everybody wanted one yeah it's uh, if, if you're confused still what we're talking about it's it's the rifle that chris pratt uses and by uses i mean carries around um in jurassic world yeah i don't think we actually see him fire it that could be he wrong. does no he shoots does it he? okay okay yeah he does in the scene where they're after the Indominus Rex, uh, <sighs> and then the he, the Raptors go with the Indominus Rex because that's what you need for an evil character is a mm-hmm. bigger, bigger, stronger, faster, smarter Velociraptor. Yeah, we're not gonna we we don't have to go down that road, Jay. Because Velociraptors haven't been the bad guys enough. We don't we don't have to go down that road. The, we're genetically breeding dinosaurs that didn't exist before and what crazy combinations of hybrid dinosaurs are we going to come up with let's make a t-rex and a raptor together what okay anyway anyway sorry <clears throat> yep 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 okay um hmm see now this is this is interesting because you 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 if it's dinosaurs in general that's harder to do because you've got you obviously want stopping power because you're talking big game. Yep. Which usually means bolt action. Um, but 
depending what species you come across. You are in terrain. You're also going through the jungle, so you want something that you know you don't want. Well, maybe Jay does, but you don't want something that weighs a million pounds. You need some maneuverability there. Uh, you need to be able to, if necessary, put out a decent volley of fire. You know, if, if raptors are stalking you. Uh, I love the Spouse 12, but I, that would not be my go-to weapon of choice. I mean, it looks cool in Jurassic Park, and and you know Muldoon sure did look cool putting down that stock. Um, but it proved to be pretty ineffective against all those dinosaurs. So, um, hmm. <laughs> it's a tricky one, dude. Barrett 50 cal. Yeah. Problem with that, though, is you're going to. So unwieldy. It is. It is. Um. M249? Uh, not a bad choice. Not a Old bad choice. Quad support weapon. Yep. Put down a big volley of fire. Bring out the sow. Was that, is that 5.56 five, or 7.62? The saw is 5.56. Five, five, the okay. M60 oh. is 7.62. Pump the old pig. Hell yeah. Yeah. Now you're talking. <laughs> Uh, you, you can have also to fire it one handed while holding the belt with the other hand, like Rambo does. Yes, you have um, to. Have to. If yeah, if you're talking quantity of fire, you could bust out the M60. But if you wanted the same stopping power and, but also more maneuverable, uh, why not go with the M14 or the M14 carbine? Because okay. the M14 fires the same round. Okay. Uh, well, I was going for, you know, the round is smaller, but I will be able to put out such a high volume of fire. Right, right. Versus, you know, the other way would be you know, the Barrett 50 is, again, your your my rate of fire is slower, but that one round is going to make a dent. Okay, now, John, I want you to do me, my fa- do me a favor, because uh-huh. I know our listeners, they can, if you're listening, pause and find a computer Okay. Well, don't pause it now because you won't know what to to look for. But <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell you what to look for, and you're listening to this podcast, after I tell you what to look for, pause it and then look it up because I'm sure a lot of you would do the for this episode anyway to figure out what the hell we're talking about. John, I want you to look up and and type in five zero as in fifty, and then Beowulf as in the character from greek mythology right that's not greek but okay you know what i'm saying beowulf mm-hmm. right type in scandinavian 50, yeah 50 beowulf the rifle yes or the round either or okay because what i would take is a 50 beowulf in an ar platform you don't know okay. what i'm talking about this is where you would go google it 50 Beowulf AR platform. So basically, a 50 Beowulf is like taking a Desert Eagle round, which is the 50 Action Express, making it a little longer and adding more powder. Then AR platform means that it's on an assault rifle platform. Doesn't mean it's an assault rifle. Mm -hmm. But it allows you to attach scopes, flashlights, forward grips, 
things like that. So basically think M4. Think of like what an M4 looks like, but chambered in a longer um, half-inch caliber. So 50 half-inch. Did you did you find a fifty Beowulf, John? Mm-hmm. Do you know what the uh, <clears throat> the so the gun is, or the the sorry the fifty Beowulf? Yes, is a twelve millimeter caliber rifle cartridge. Cartridge utilizes a rebated rim sized to match the rim of the and this is what got me because it's nerdy. The six point five millimeter Grendel round. Because Beowulf killed Grendel. <laughs> Some big dick energy right there. What should we call ours? The Beowulf. Why? Because the other one's called the Grendel. Oh. <laughs> I appreciate that. So, uh, I saw a guy on the YouTubes mm-hmm. who had a 50 Beowulf, and I was like, oh my god, that thing is amazing. Uh, so that's what I would take because you're going to have the stopping power for the smaller toothy critters. Mm -hmm. And you're also going to be able to put some rounds down range because even though a lot of it is single stack, you could probably still get a magazine that's going to hold 15 to 17 rounds in it. What does the kick got to be on one of those things? Not fun. That's why a lot of them have a muzzle break. Yeah. (laughs) um so you know you had a funny anecdote about the the ma deuce right Mm -hmm. i have one as well in the state of iowa you are allowed to hunt deer using rifles that fire a straight walled cartridge so Straight walled cartridge is usually used in pistols, but there are some rifles that also shoot those kind of pistol rounds. So you could technically take a lever action 357 and go deer hunting, right? Uh, you could take a 444 Marlin. You can take, uh, there's a three something, 300 Marlin or something. No, three, I can't remember now. Uh, but lately the trend has been other rounds something called the uh 350 legend or the 450 bushmaster or the uh what julian has the 4570 government all straight walled cartridges right Mm -hmm. well if you look at a 50 beowulf 50 beowulf is also a straight walled rifle cartridge and the legal the legalese of deer hunting in Iowa says it has to be between 350 and 50 so 350 bushman or 350 legend is on the lower end that's the lowest one you could use 50 beowulf is legal to take a deer in Iowa and i heard a story about a guy who used a 50 beowulf to shoot it, a deer was there anything left of the deer Yes, um, because <laughs> it, you use 
you don't use necessarily an exploding tip. And when I say exploding, I mean, I don't mean like it explodes. I'm talking like a hollow point that's meant to expand, Mm -hmm. which causes more cavity damage. You use a more solid round with higher penetration to break through bones and kill the deer. Um, But the person who shot the deer using this 50 Beowulf, the people heard him shoot like a couple miles away. Like they were standing right next to him. So, Jay, what's the 458 SOCOM? Uh, 458 SOCOM is a necked down, a necked down round, but I don't know what it was originally. Okay. Uh, it's also a big round, like the 50 Beowulf. Thor, I forgot about the 458 SOCOM. 458 SOCOM would right. also be an amazing round for these toothy critters. That's what Google says. <laughs> what did you Google? I'm very Nothing. curious. Don't worry about it. <laughs> wait, wait. No, really. Started with Beowulf, then went to Big Game, then just went down our whole rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, man, I haven't seen a 458 SOCOM in a while. 458 yeah. SOCOM. We'll have to YouTube it. I'm looking right now at it. Oh, God, yeah. Um, If we're using dumb movie logic, um, there's the Lindstrat air rifle with the uh, enhanced pepper conus venom. uh, The thing they talk about in Lost World that's supposed to have an activation so fast the animal's down before it feels a prick of the dart, even though it's physically possible. Um, That'd be cool if you don't shoot yourself in the foot. Right. Uh, you'd be dead before you had an accident. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, if we're awful, <laughs> this is going to be a ridiculous thing to say, but it's funny. If we're talking ridiculous movie logic, uh, we're going to go ahead and cross over and bring the uh, the BFG from Doom. Well, now you're just talking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> then I want the uh, what's it the Chinese M1 L1 triple pulse assault rifle from Deep Rising. <laughs> yeah, yes, thousand wow. round capacity, air cooled, watertight. This is the random shit I remember. Okay, deep pull. Wow, my social security <laughs> number. I have to stop and think about that for a second. Oh what day God. is rent due? I might have forgotten, but. <laughs> Dialogue describing a fictional weapon from a movie from the late 90s, right there. Perfect recall. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Well, you know what? <laughs> it's like we've devolved into cool guns from movies again. <laughs> it's true. I was just going to say, if you're going to do that, you might as well get a burrito. <laughs> Not nah, too big. Too long. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Uh, all right then jay i got one for you okay if we're done blowing apart dinosaurs well i mean there's plenty of big rounds that we could get into but yes for you listeners out there just one more time look up things like 50 beowulf 450 bushmaster um 450 what was it 430 458 socom yeah uh 338 lapua magnum you just look up these rounds and you and compare them to like say a nine millimeter round and you're gonna go oh my god you can shoot these legally yes yes you can all right jay 
you've found yourself in some kind of post-apocalyptic world Uh in which everyone around you seems to only come out at night. Oh. They seem to like to feed on the blood of humans. But for some reason, you're not affected by this. Okay. You may, as far as you know, Jay, be the last man on Earth. You may, in fact, be the Omega Man. Oh. These new, these new creatures may even talk about you in hushed tones and stories to scare their children. You may be the boogeyman. Jay, you may be legend. Baba Yaga. <laughs> I, I wasn't doing that boogeyman. I just meant that. You are legend. I am legend, Jay. That's the scenario. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're the last human on Earth and everyone's vampires. Okay. And uh, uh, not the cool, sexy blade STD vampires, uh-huh. uh, but the old school garlic and wooden steak style. What do you arm yourself? So garlic and wooden steak. Um, all right. I don't remember if crosses worked in that because I haven't read the book in a long time. Oh, are we going? Can we go? Can we go? Um, from dusk till dawn logic and uh, put crosses on our i'm gonna say no and here's why because okay. even in dust till dawn that always kind of bothered me because jay what is the interior of the barrel of a gun it's rifled exactly and what is that meant to do it spins it right so if the bullet is spinning unless the bullet hits the vampire at the perfect spin to make a cross it's an x and an X doesn't hurt a vampire. This is so, true. <laughs> now, again, it's dumb movie logic. So I always let it go when I'm watching Dust Till Dawn because it's a fun movie. But <laughs> that never quite worked in my head because I'm like, yeah, but the bullet is spinning. So unless the bullet hits perfectly at the right rotation to form a cross, it, it, it's not going to hurt the vampire at all. So um, are we going, does silver hurt them? I don't think silver affects them, and I am legend. I could be wrong again. I haven't read the book in a long time. If if and you, if you've only ever seen the film adaptations, um, they keep getting worse. Uh, the 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 last man on earth with Vincent Price is okay. Uh, it's definitely boring by today's standards. Omega Man with Charlton Heston is sort of like in name only. You know, it isn't really in name. Uh, the Will Smith movie starts out fantastic, even though they completely changed vampires into random fake dumb zombies. Uh, but the ending is fucking terrible. Uh, if you've never read the original story, I Am Legend by Richard Matheson, go find it. It's not even a full novel. It's it's like a novella. Uh, novella. It's, it's not even 200 pages. Um, go check that out. It's fantastic. But anyway, rant aside. Uh, I don't think silver affects them. I don't remember if crosses do anything. I know garlic does, even though um, the protagonist isn't sure why, and he's trying to figure out, you know, is it the scent of the garlic? Is it something within the... He's he's kind of doing half-assed experiments, trying to figure out what it is about garlic that works. I know wooden stakes work. Um, Sunlight, I don't know if it, like, you know, fries them or explodes them like in John Carpenter's Vampires, but they don't move around during the daytime. They only move around during the night. Um, so I think those are your big three. And I, I I don't remember if holy water comes into it or not. Okay. All right. So, there you go. All right. so here's what I'm going to do. 
Okay. All right. You gotta, you gotta just hear me out on this. I'm hearing okay. you. Okay. All right. I'm gonna find a lot of wood. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shave the wood down into little <laughs> spikes. <laughs> I, uh, I hear it's better to find wood in the morning. <laughs> you were saying? I'm sorry. Wood shaving. Chaka Khan. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to shave all these wood pieces down into little stakes, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we're going to find ourselves a Mark 19 grenade launcher. <laughs> I was about to say, Jay, I think you were thinking on the parallel thought that I had for this one, but you took it in a whole different direction, and I love it. I'm going to pop the grenade part off because that's not going to do me any good. I'm going to fill it with the little wooden stake so that I have myself a Mark 19 stake launcher with a handle so I can carry it. And I love you for that, Jay. <laughs> what you're, what we're saying is, folks, Mark 19 works in any scenario. Decepticons, <laughs> vampires, the Borg. It can take on all comers. Dinosaur. Dinosaurs. <laughs> Uh, oh man but no really i think what i'm gonna do is um i don't because honestly i don't think you could you really couldn't shave down wood because i just don't think it would hold up to the powder you'd just get splinters coming out fair enough i would want some sort of weapon to slow them down so just you know insert random assault rifle here um, but I am going to carry, I would always carry with me some sort of, uh, combination of wooden stakes and this is going to sound crazy, but I would fill up water balloons mm-hmm. with holy water and garlic. Nice. Nice. Just to, you know, mm-hmm. help me out. Uh, that clearly sense. step one is go to Papa John's and get all the garlic butter sauce. Oh Yeah. um so i i I was thinking about this too and i was trying to think of off the wall kind of things for vampires and so first of all um i don't know how well this would work but it would sound cool so you you're familiar with the flechette round jay i think so so it's it's a shotgun round that instead of being filled with shot, you know, little tiny oh, yes. balls or yeah, BBs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, is yeah, yeah. filled with essentially like small darts that are called flechettes. Uh, and again, it might be the same problem you brought up with the steak launcher thing. But if you could somehow produce a wooden flechette shotgun round. So think of it as like a shotgun shell, but instead of shot, it's filled with like toothpicks. Um, I don't know how big a wooden stake has to be to puncture the heart of a vampire to kill it. But, you know, we're talking about vampires, so I feel like if I wanted to, it can. So, um, wooden stake flechette round was the first thing I thought of. Nice, yeah. If that doesn't work, uh, I kind of want the same route you did, Jay, which is the uh, the holy water thing. But I was like, you know, everyone knows, okay, put it in a super soaker, put it in a water balloon. Okay, okay, okay. It's, it's 2021. 
we can do better than a super soaker, right? Surely we can do better in 2021 than a super soaker. Um, and yes, we can is the answer. So it, it, say I somehow get my hands on holy water or someone to turn regular water into holy water. Jay, you're familiar with a portable battery operated power washer? Yes. Okay. You take that from your local Home Depot, Lowe's, whatever. Yep. You fill that fucker with holy water. You just turn it into a holy water laser beam, basically. Right. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. Boom. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. Oh, here you go. Okay. <clears throat> You use garlic salt in a shotgun shell. Oh, like rock salt. There you go. Yeah. You yeah. know? Okay. Just a compressed garlic shot. Because, you know, there's like, they have those, so, you know, those non-lethal options. Uh-huh. They shoot bean uh-huh. bags, right? Yeah. Uh, why not fill a bean bag with garlic? Interesting. I like it. You know, mm-hmm. fill it with Fill it up with, uh, yeah, garlic. Yeah, that's one thing I never understood from the vampire mythos. The crosses, okay, there's the whole, like, they're, you know, from hell thing. and Wooden steak, I guess that doesn't really make sense either. I just said, I never understood. What the fuck is it with garlic? Are we right. sure it's all vampire? Was Dracula just allergic to garlic? Was that, and then it just got everyone, we got, you know, that myth got perpetrated through, or perpetuated through time. Just we think all vampires are allergic to garlic now. Where did that come from? Uh, well, I can I'm tell you guess. one thing. Good. There's one thing I know for sure that there would never be any Italian vampires. <laughs> that is vaguely racist, sir. <laughs> but as a quarter Italian, I'll quarter allow it. <laughs> Sorry, I was just just thinking that. There's definitely no vampires in the familia, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Safest place to be, vampire apocalypse, Italy. <laughs> Literally, it is the rest of the world is just eating shit sandwiches of vampires, people trying to survive their best, and Italy is rolling on like nothing happened. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all over here like, you know, you want Parmigiano on that? Oh, good times. There you go. Uh, so, Jay, there's one scenario you brought up in pitching this idea that we haven't yeah. talked about yet. Right. Should we end with that? Uh, yes. Or do you have some more? Because I'm tapped out. No, no, we should. That okay. is like, I want, because I wanted to talk about that one and, um, yeah, that is what I thought up. Okay. Uh, so you wake up one morning. You go outside. There's your neighbor, Steve, just munching on your other neighbor, Fred. And you realize you're boom. I had no idea they had the kind of relationship. Hey, right? <laughs> Chaka Khan. Yeah. <laughs> You're, uh, we're gonna have this Chaka Khan inside joke now, and Scott's gonna have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, you're boom, smack dab in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, right? 
Uh, what are you carrying on your day to day, like uh, to survive? You know, you're going out on a supply run. What uh, you got to protect yourself. Yeah, and, and we're I'm assuming headshots are the way. I'm gonna say headshots or decapitation would be the way to go with a zombie. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, zombies are fairly standard. The only real difference in zombies is are they fast moving or slow moving? Um, otherwise, I feel like zombies are pretty standard across the board. You know, <clears throat> vampires you get a lot of variation with, um, but zombies are pretty standard. So I think we're good on that one. Um, are these well, slower, fast zombies, Jay? Let's say this. Let's say. It really doesn't affect my choices, but right, right. Dependent on their decrepitness at time of zombification. Fair enough. Fair enough. So the obvious thing people love to do is load up on the hardware and go gun crazy. And one thing I will give the Walking Dead endless credit to is throwing some shade on that whole idea. Because in the world of the Walking Dead, <clears throat> And as Walking Dead got popular, this kind of bled into a lot of zombie stuff. The inherent downside to firearms is it's kind of like ringing the dinner bell. The more noise you make, the more walkers or zombies or whatever you want to call them, you attract to you. So as tempting as it may be to, I don't know, grab a Mark 19 or day lunch or put a handle on it and just go to town. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of boom, boom. That's a lot of noise. It's a lot of dead walkers coming your way. So stick and move rock, stick and move. (laughs) Now I'm not saying a firearm isn't a bad idea. It's definitely, I would rather have one than not have one. Um, Because it's also very effective against the real terror of a zombie apocalypse, the survivors. Uh, But as far as like day to day moving about, I tried to go a little more quiet. And again, I had these like melee and range. So my ranged weapon, if I got to take somebody out in a distance and I'm trying to do this with making as little noise as possible, I'm going recurve bow. Ooh. Um, recurve, not compound. Um, cause compound does the work for you. Uh, recurve cause I can load and fire a little bit faster. Uh, easier to store. And they just look cooler. Uh, but no, bow and arrow, because then, you know, again, uh, hopefully in this fantasy world, I'm a bit more accurate than I am in the real world. Um, but you can, you can take down a, a zombie from a distance <clears throat> um, quietly. And also bonus for the zombie apocalypse, if I do it right, I can go retrieve my arrow and reuse it. Whereas once you expend an actual, you know, round from a firearm, it's done. Um so we're in, a, we're in a future where presumably resources are low, so bow and arrow. Um, for melee weapon, I am going full-on medieval with this shit. Uh, I'm taking a shield. Yeah, I said it, a shield. Uh, good old-fashioned round Viking shield with the uh, the big metal cover over my hand so I can punch stuff with my shield and use my shield. Because what always happens when someone goes melee... They're doing fine the first few hits. And then what happens is like the zombie horde closes in on them. No, not me. I got my shield. But that leaves me with one hand free, Jay. And what are we all about in this in this show, this program? Uh, if I got a free hand, I can have a weapon in it. And my other hand, Jay, 
I told you I was going full medieval, didn't I? Yep. Viking axe. Nice. Right to the head, baby. Nice. But if you're talking firearms, which again, you want to have, not necessarily to take out zombies, but there's going to be humans walking around. And if they survive, they've done some not good things. So you might have, they might be the real terror. You know, it took us 12 or however many seasons of Walking Dead to learn that, right? The real terror is the humans. Anyway, um, I'm a little more boring on my options for firearms because I kind of default to the same kind of things. Handgun um, is always good, portable. I can carry lots of ammo. I'm the kind of guy I'd rather have fewer weapons and more ammo for them um, than have a bunch of weapons that use a bunch of different kinds of ammo. Um, Although it's the apocalypse, so maybe whatever ammo I can find, I shouldn't have a weapon for. I don't know. Either way, what I'm saying is um, I'll stick with something like a Glock. Um, Uh Easy, ambidextrous. I can get lots, you know, uh, high capacity mags for it. It's nine millimeter ammo, so it's fairly prevalent. If we're going to scrounge for ammo, I'm likely to find nine mil wherever I go. Except yes. for this last year and a half, anyway. Sorry. Um, there you go. My zombie apocalypse kit. Nice. Uh, so, listen, I'm in the same... I, I understand. You gotta be silent. But... I'm not going with a recurve bow. I'm going with a compound bow. It's fine. It's not and, fun. Can we well, just agree? Can we just agree? Crossbows are for pussies. Uh, well, here's the thing with a crossbow uh-huh. that I don't Got think it. a lot of people understand. Okay. And here the thing is to reload that crossbow takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people understand that. And I think they see The Walking Dead. And I, I haven't watched it in a long time. And they think, oh, look, Norman Reedus. He just goes through and he can crank that crossbow and and reload it in a hurry. No, it takes a while because after you shoot, you have to put the crossbow on the ground. You have to put your foot in it. You have to pull the thing. You have to pull it back to load the weight again. Then you have to put a new bolt on. And then you have to re-aim and shoot. And you do that every time. For and thank crossbow. you for saying bolt, not arrow. Because that's right. another misconception I think people have. Crossbows don't shoot arrows. They shoot bolts. Right. But even in, in compound bow or recurve bow, the thing, and you're right, a compound or a recurve, you're going to be able to reload faster. And it's, it is a little easier to get that like quick draw, draw faction, yeah. like factor going. But like on a, on a good compound bow, you can change the poundage as needed and you can change arrows as needed. And I had, a gentleman try to explain the formula to me, the math teacher. This guy was trying to explain a formula to me. Uh huh. And I was like, sir, it's very easy to understand. The lower the poundage, the heavier the arrow. So if you're shooting a lower poundage, you need a heavy area, heavier, heavier arrow for penetration. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you do. Giggity. What are we talking uh, about again? <clears throat> So I actually, I really love my bow. It's a Matthews VXR. It was brand new in 2020. That was their model that came out in 2020. Again, if you don't know what it is, Google it sometime. Matthews VXR. Uh, sweet. It's a sweet bow. 
So I would carry that for silent um, taking care of business. Sidearm, I again like you would carry something in probably in the nine millimeter range because the ammo is more prevalent. Um, and you can be more accurate at a little longer distances, but you know, 45 ACP will have the stopping power. But a headshot with a nine is as good as a headshot with a 45. So I'd stick with like what you said a Glock, easier to carry, easier to find ammo. Double stack is easier to get those kinds of guns. But I would also carry with me another gun, probably a shotgun. There you Uh, go. Just to clear out some stuff. Like, if I really start getting bogged down, I'm not concerned about drawing more attention because if I'm that bogged down to use the shotgun, you know, I'm in a bad situation. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I know... I know people are going to be like, oh, well, they did that in The Walking Dead already. But my melee weapon would be um, a samurai sword. Just because if I'm going for decapitation, that thing is designed to do it. So here's the problem with samurai sword. Yeah. You have to find an actual samurai sword. Right. Not the shit you buy at the mall or the fair or the convention. Because that's knockoff made in pakistan bullshit that's gonna break as soon as you hit something with it you find an actual hand forged japanese katana yeah that'll do the job uh but the problem with that at least in this country is finding a real one because they are very expensive and i would wager no one really has them well not many people anyway um, don't get me wrong that highlander yeah. replica sword you bought at the convention is awesome but i don't think it's going to help you in the zombie apocalypse so that is that is a fact okay so then my backup plan to that would be something that you can find and that if you sharpen it enough and take good care of it uh you can also decapitate in one swift motion and is probably easier to find and be in good condition. And that's a Kukri. Ooh. K-U-K-R-I. Kukri. Uh, If you don't know what a Kukri is... It's that weird curvy knife thing. Look it up. It looks like a machete, but it has what they call a belly. So it, it dips out and then back in so it's more slender towards the handle and there's more weight towards the top and it is designed to just lop things off (laughs) Um, yep so yeah like you said it'd be hard to find an actual high quality katana so i think i mean honestly a kukri it's more maneuverable um it's going to do the same kind of thing. It doesn't have the reach that you would have with the katana, but at least you'd still have that melee weapon. And I would also say another good backup, if you're just going for what what can you find, what's common, what's prevalent, um, because I almost put this on my list. Because uh, I think it is a, it's one of those things where uh, the whole Vikings using axes thing came from 
the Viking culture resources were tight and money was tight. That's why they raided all the time. Uh, so if you could only afford one uh, piece of, you know, one metal tool, even with an axe, because an axe could be used around the farm. It could be used to chop wood. It's a tool, but it can also be used as a weapon to go raiding. That's why part of why axes are so prevalent with Viking culture. So same kind of methodology. Here's something that is a tool, but also under the right circumstances or wrong circumstances can be used as an effective weapon. You can literally find it at Walmart, the good old fashioned machete. Yep. Um, they come in two classes. <laughs> there's the cheap ones. Uh, and then there's the expensive, like, you know, survival machetes. In this case, I would say spring for the $25 one over the $5 Walmart special. You'll thank yourself. Uh, the good, higher quality metal. Um, keep that thing sharp and I, I won't fail you. Yep. Get yourself kukri. There you go. Again, there's going to be, a, if you're listening and you don't have any idea what we're talking about, it's fine. Just Google it all. You'll be spending days looking at things. You'll be like, oh, that's a kukri. I like it. Or you'll be like, oh, that's a 458 SOCOM. How is that legal? Because <laughs> America. Right. Uh, so there you go. There's our off-the-cuff comments and ideas of what to take into battle for everything from uh, hostage rescue <laughs> to a stroll through Jurassic Park on a bad night to liberating downtown Chicago from Decepticons, fighting off the Borg. Uh, and of course, the zombie apocalypse. Uh, what did you think of our picks? What are you screaming at us that we should have chosen, but we didn't think of because we're morons, whatever. Let us know what you thought. Um, I can't wait to hear Scott's reaction to this episode. Um, so there you go. Anything to add, Jay? Just put a handle on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Just drop <laughs> me in. It's all right. There you go. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, then. Until next time, thank you for listening. This has been your weekly Nerd Alert.